Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. And everybody who knows him understands. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. LateNightHealth.com. Lots of information over there. Or visit us at Facebook.com slash LateNightHealthRadio. I'm very excited uh, for our next segment. We're going to be talking with... Uh, Dr. Rachel Fresco. Uh, she is uh, the founder and CEO of Biobotanical Research. And we're going to find out all about uh, Rachel, how she got into alternative health, and uh, how she has built a leader in the field of natural medicine in biobotanical. Uh, Rachel, welcome to Late Night Health. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And um, I love doing these type of podcasts and radio shows because I know some of the people in the audience are interested in what's really working out there in the field of alternative medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you have a bunch of letters after your name, so let's let's analyze those and do some research on your letters. Uh, your first letters are AC. Um, it's licensed acupuncturist, LAC. Okay, and, so um, you can stick so, it to us if you yeah, so, needed to. So I don't do private practice anymore. I've been the CEO of Biobotanical Research for 30 years, but I did get my original training in Chinese medicine with a master's in Chinese medicine, and, um, and then I went on to do a, a doctoral uh, dissertation in natural medicine. Gotcha, and where are you based? <laughs> Our company is based in Santa Cruz County, California, which is on the central coast about an hour and a half south of San Francisco. And you're our neighbors because we're in Ventura County. Well, kind of. Kind of, almost. eight-hour drive, but... Yeah. <laughs> California's a long state. Yes, it is. Very long state. Uh, how did you get interested in natural medicine? Um, I, myself, had been a patient of acupuncture and had really gotten good benefit from it. And, um, and then I was working at a Chinese herb company which is called Khan, K-A-N, and they make really wonderful Chinese herbal preparations. And I was working as a technical consultant to the doctors, and so many of the doctors that called were dealing with patients that had difficult-to-treat infections, and including GI infections uh, and others. And I had been playing around with some formulas that were a little bit outside of Chinese medicine um, to work with those types of infections, and so I sent some samples up to those doctors, and then one of the doctors sent it to a lab uh, back east called Great Smokies Diagnostic Lab, and that lab is now known as Genova Diagnostics. They're a big so, one, yeah. Yeah, so that lab a director and owner called me up, and he's like, I don't know who you are or what this is, but it kills everything. And I'm like, well, is that good? And he's like, yeah, we, you know, we, we're looking for natural ingredients that could be used as support as antimicrobials and we'd like to put this on our panel so that when patients send their lab tests in that we could see what natural or regular pharmaceutical agents could be useful and I'm like sure go ahead well little did I know that 30,000 doctors a month were sending you know patient samples to that lab and almost every single time the biocidin formula that I had put together showed up as the most highly sensitive, which meant that, that it was sort of going to be a great candidate against these various yeast and bacterial infections that they were testing for. 
Right now in the U.S., we are overprescribed uh, with the, um, you know, uh, to fight bacteria, to fight viruses. I mean, you go to your doctor and you say, I've got a cold. And, and a lot of people will say, Doc, give me something. And so you get a shot of penicillin or some kind of uh, uh, shot like that. And the bacteria are saying, aha, I'm not going to react to that anymore. I'm smarter than that. Can you, yeah. can you describe that? Well, bacterial resistance is formed in several different ways. Um, one of it is through the genes in the bacteria themselves changing and developing resistant strains. Um, the other is the problem of biofilms. So biofilms are like a coating that the bacteria develop, and they create like a, like a miniature city with inside this coating, and there could be yeast, there could be bacteria, there could be viruses, even Lyme disease creates a biofilm. And once these microbes are in a biofilm, they're really hard to treat. And so that's the kind of infections a lot of times that we're getting questions about, like, why is this child having recurrent ear infections, or why does this woman have recurrent urinary tract infections, and things like that. So that's where the botanicals, interestingly enough, can be really useful, because if you look uh, up the research on many of the antimicrobial botanicals, you know, things that all of us use, like golden seal or garlic or oregano, you'll find that almost all of those inhibit biofilms. They either break up the biofilm or stop them from forming. So there's a really good reason why throughout history these kinds of herbs have been popular as natural remedies for infection. And so what I did was I basically put together a whole combination of different herbs some of which were more anti-inflammatory or helping support the immune system and some which were more directly antimicrobial or antiparasitic or antiviral in their activity. And so as a nutritional supplement, you can use these kinds of formulas um, to help your body to combat any of these infections you know, in a natural way. And, and, and that's, that's, that's what I would, I'm, you know, there's always a need at one point for pharmaceuticals. Right, but, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes you, you can't get away from using the pharmaceuticals, but sometimes you can. And so our company specializes in these types of professional strength, antimicrobial things like biocidin that doctors use. And so if you're a person who has a naturopath or has um, an acupuncturist or an integrative medical doctor that you see, then you could say to them, hey, you know, I, I, I'm getting a sore throat. What about that biocidin formula? And, and they might be able to tell you whether that would be useful. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and, and with the with the with biocidin and other uh, other uh, uh, natural antibacterials, do do the bacteria's develop a resistance to that like they question and no we have not seen in the in the lab experiments we've done we've done you know multiple types of university studies on these ingredients and we have not seen resistance develop um um in fact in our Lyme study the the botanicals were able to kill off the Lyme spirochete and actually stop it from going into a resistant form in addition to breaking the biofilm. Wow, um, that's incredible. interesting is that it's kind of technical, but one of the ways the antibiotic resistance happens is that 
the bacteria turn on what's called an efflux pump. And that, if you can imagine, you're a bacteria and you sense there's an antibiotic present. So you turn on this pump and kick it out, right? Right. And so that's one of the mechanisms of antibiotic resistance. But oddly enough, many of the herbs in the biocidin formula have been studied for their ability to shut down that efflux pump. So there's a good indication that the botanicals, you know, obviously don't cause so much resistance, and they might even help certain antibiotics to work better. Oh, that's so, interesting, too. Uh, yeah. I, I want to uh, do a little uh, reset, and our, our guest is uh, Rachel Fresco. Uh, she is the uh, founder and CEO of Biobotanical Research, and we're talking about a number of different things, especially in in the area of antibacterial, uh, uh, you know, antibacterials like penicillin, and I don't even know if they use penicillin anymore, but those kinds of of pharmaceuticals compared to a natural fighter. Uh, you mentioned something several times, a biofilm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you go to bed at night, and I'm going to think of Doris Day and Rock Hudson. They go to bed, and they wake up, and the first thing they do is do a passionate kiss. Don't we have biofilm in the morning? We Isn't... have biofilm everywhere. We have good biofilms, and we have bad biofilms. The good biofilms in our mouth and in our intestines protect us from infection. They support our probiotic normal flora because not only bad biofilms live that way, the good, one, the good uh, bacteria live in the biofilm too. So when it comes to breaking the pathogenic biofilms or the bad biofilms, we've seen that the botanicals seem pretty selective and going after the bad ones. And my reasoning behind why that might be is that think about a tree in nature. It has to kill off the pests, the funguses, the molds, the bacteria, but it has to welcome the nutrients and the good things from the soil, right? Right. So I think that the plants have developed a selective ability to kill off what we don't want and, and preserve what we do which are the, the good probiotics. So that's why in the lab tests that we've run, the before and afters, we haven't seen formulas like the biocidin hurt the good flora in the intestine. But is that, that, you know, that icky taste in the morning, is that a good biofilm or a bad biofilm? That's probably a bad biofilm. So I did a lot of research last year on what would happen if we could use things like biocidin in a toothpaste or in a mouthwash. Oh, what a great so idea. I, I know. So I, I, I had a dentist. I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a timeout for just a, a, a moment or two. I'm going to ask you to give us your uh, your website address. Okay. It, right now. www.biocidin.com. <laughs> That's B I O C I D I N. We did that no, in. B I O C I D I N. Yes, uh, dot com. Uh, I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Our guest is Rachel Fresco. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of Biobotanicals. Uh, join us at LateNightHealth.com. We'll have uh, Rachel's picture up there and a the link to her website as well. I'm Mark Allen. We will return. Don't go away. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. 
Grief can be such a burden on your heart. It can be crippling to the point where you can't even seem to function. I've been there and I know that pain. But I also know you're not alone in that sorrow. We're all going through something in this life. Just as the sun has to face dark days, so do we. But the sun also has to shine again. Letting go of grief is not about letting go of your loved one. It's about making room in your heart for the love that you hold for them. If you have great grief, then you must have a very big heart too. It's time to fill your heart with that love and share it with everyone. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHelp.com. Recently, I met Jacqueline from Bright here in Los Angeles. She gave me a hearing exam and then showed me how to hear again with the new Signia Pure Series hearing aids, and she can give you your life back too. I hear birds chirping, birds cooing, and even my wife. They easily connect to my smartphone. The Signia hearing aids are amazing, and with the charge and go, I don't have to fiddle with batteries and hear all day long. Not hearing is frustrating for you and your family. I know, you don't have a problem, but trust me, call Bright here now for a free hearing exam, a $125 value, yours free, just for making an appointment now. There are offices throughout the Los Angeles area. Call Bright here now at 323-424-7100. That's 323-424-7100 for a free hearing exam. There's no obligation. Call now, 323-424-7100, or visit them on the web at brighthear.com.